Oh, hey there. I didn't see you sitting over there. Maybe I'm just too stoned for my own good off this fantastic Canadian weed. Here at Canadudes, we like to pay tribute to our wonderful country. And in order to do this, we'd like to ask you all to stand and remove your hats for the playing of our national anthem. One, two, three. Canadudes. So this is going to be our first episode of Canadudes. Usually it's going to feature me and one of my friends from the area that I've known for years and years and years. Uh, typically the idea is I'm going to get really, really baked, come sit down and have an in-depth conversation with somebody. And you may have guessed that the voice in the intro is obviously highly stereotypically animated. I don't actually sound like that, though from time to time I will actually say a boot. So please forgive that and uh, understand that I am Canadian, so something we all do from time to time. Secondly, I would like to touch on the base that we are from Toronto, and as much as you may find that a shitty place to live. I've actually lived here my entire life, and I've always kind of enjoyed it. Um, I've never had a problem with Toronto, so to say. I mean, I've had problems with some people there, but I'm pretty sure no matter where you go in the world that it's pretty much going to be like that. I'll start off this episode explaining a little bit about myself, since in future episodes it's going to be all about the people I'm interviewing, which will be my good friends. My name is Andrew. I was born in Port Credit, Mississauga, which is pretty close to Toronto. If you're not from Canada, most likely you would call it Toronto. Um, it was a pretty good area. I attended Riverside Public School with... Uh, I still know several people there. My friend Alex and I actually transferred to the same high school afterwards. If I didn't end up Moving from Port Credit to Clarkson, I wouldn't have met most of my friends, most of the people that actually matter to me, though. So uh, I would say the biggest impact on my life came after elementary school. Now, I don't really enjoy talking about myself, so I'm going to leave it at that, and maybe I'll touch some bases in the future. But for now, I just wanted to explain what this podcast is going to be. Several months ago, actually it's been six months now, a good friend of mine passed away. He, he was in a motorcycle accident. And every day I sat there thinking, I wish I had video of him. I wish I had more memories of him. I wish that his voice would still exist in my head, that I could hear his laugh. And, you know, he was a good friend of mine and he'll always be missed and I'll always love him. But this got me to thinking that it's, it would be useful to sit down with a microphone and maybe record myself and some of my friends and, you know, capture their essence so that 10, 20 years down the road, we can look back and listen to this and have a good time again. I don't want to be left without memories that I can look back on like last time. And um, I look forward to hearing the stories and memories of the, my friends. I also look forward to asking them some questions to things that I've never known or things that I would like to know. I'm going to leave the microphone to be a very, very uncandid place. Or should I say candid place? It's going to... Uh, Allow me greater insight to the people that have been part of my life for so long. I'm hoping to get about 30 to 40 minute episodes updated regular every week. I can promise at least one episode a week. I can't promise more than that. 
most of my friends run a really tight schedule, and I don't think I will be doing many podcasts on my own due to the fact that it's, it's really hard to carry a conversation when it's just you. I've never been a really great speaker, but I've always enjoyed talking, and I enjoy getting a laugh out of my friends as well as laughing at what they say. Uh, I hope that if there are any listeners out there that they also enjoy this, and they're always welcome to give me feedback. I always accept that. You could just drop a comment on my SoundCloud or a review on iTunes. Let me touch base on something that people tend to get their panties all caught up in a knot about. Religion. I'm not a really religious person. Uh, I've always lived on a, a basis that I will live honestly, treat people with kindness, and do the best I can no matter what I believe in. That way, if there is a God, I mean, I'm sure he'll accept me. And if there isn't, well, I haven't lost anything. I don't like wasting my time worrying about death and worrying about what's going to happen after my life ends. I like to just enjoy living my life day to day. Most of my friends I met through going to high school at Clarkson Secondary School. I enjoyed going to that high school. It was uh, definitely a shaping part of my life. The vice principal, no, it was actually the principal. The principal, Mr. Caustic, was a really cool guy. There was one point during my school year where I got in trouble for skipping class too much. And they stick you on this list where every single Friday you have to go in and sit with the principal. And he goes over your attendance and if you're missing one day or you were late too many times, you get suspended. Well, Mr. Caustic was always on my side. He pulled me in and every Friday and he would say, you didn't go to this class or this class, you skipped math and English. And I'd be like, yeah... I really wasn't feeling the class. And he said, thank you for at least being honest with me. You make my job a lot easier. I'm going to write you a note for the class. Next week, don't let it happen again. And, well, it was all great. And I like the guy. I'm sure my parents would think otherwise, considering the fact that I would do it again next week and the week after and the week after that. And he would constantly forgive it. But, I mean, hey, I loved it. It was great. I was going to skip either way. Why suspend me, right? That brings me to another point is... I sometimes reflect back on the hell I must have put my mother through. My mom raised me from 12 being alone, and uh, I think that often she would be overwhelmed with working her full-time job and having to deal with her son skipping school and getting in trouble. Uh, I think the hardest part for her was when I first started smoking marijuana. I was, I think, 15, and I smoked my first joint. And she found the baggie with the stem in it. Like, it was my first joint, and I got busted. That was a long road ahead of me right there. She would randomly walk down the hallway and open my door, just being like, hey, what are you up to? She would take me to the mall and try to buy me all sorts of goodies. I had a really great mom. Well, I still do have a great mom. It's not like she's passed away or anything. She's at home in her bed right now. Um, I just I just feel bad for the person I was when I was 16, like, for the, I don't feel bad for the him. I feel bad for the people I put through that, such as my mother. My mother never deserved anything wrong in her life. My mother's, well, I'm sure most of you will say the same about yours, but I could say my mother's a saint, to be honest. But let me get back onto uh, another subject here. I'm recording this on a really rainy Thursday, and there's not much to do, so I was about to just relax and turn on a movie. I was planning on watching Divergent. I've never actually seen that film yet, but it seemed kind of interesting to me. I'm going to go smoke a joint and come back in and watch Divergent.
and I'll return to this podcast once it's complete. All right, well, I'm back now. Um, Divergent, Divergent sucked. It, it really wasn't for me. It, it's kind of for a little bit less mature audience. I would say high school kids. Uh, I, I expected it to be a little bit different. They kind of marketed it wrong, in my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's when I seen the trailer for it. I kind of I was thinking The Giver, but a little bit more action packed. I mean, The Giver was one of my favorite books growing up, so. Anything with a similar story tends to sell me. Characters were a little bland. They were kind of like Hunger Games meets Dora the Explorer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It it doesn't go on my list of good movies. There was a similar movie, kind of like it, that, uh, well, actually, it was actually nothing at all like it, but it was post-apocalyptic, and Divergent borders on a post-apocalyptic story. Um, I think the movie was called Priest. It was about... Some kind of vampire hunter in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. It was actually surprisingly a really good movie. I was expecting uh, a little bit more from this film. But yeah, I guess I really shouldn't anymore. See, the problem with me on rainy Thursdays is there's not much to really do. I I like to go out, I like to uh, do things. But when you're stuck inside and have to watch teenage high school drama post-apocalyptic movies, it's kind of a turnoff. So let's talk about video games. I've recently been playing Grand Theft Auto Online for Xbox One. And um, they've released heists. At first I thought this was going to be amazing. Like this is what I've been waiting for. They've been promising it for almost a year now. However, nobody actually sticks to the missions. Everybody just ends up leaving the game. So it's kind of irrelevant. Once you start getting into it, you just, you're forced out of it. There's not much you can really do. For example, you'll be... You'll spend about 40 minutes, maybe an hour, trying to complete this one task just for one member to leave and the entire mission to end without any reward at all. It's completely demotivating. Uh, I was kind of expecting a little bit better from Rockstar also. And I know I'm coming off like I have huge expectations for these companies here. Like I don't hate GTA and I don't hate the movie Divergent. I mean, I'm just... I'm just voicing my opinion about how it could have been better, or why I don't like it. Frankly, I don't think I have enough energy to randomly hate something for completely no reason at all. I think that a lot of people do enjoy it, and for that reason I can appreciate its value. That being said, I also recently picked up Dragon Age Inquisition for Xbox One. I was really looking forward to this game for the past year or so. I mean, I enjoyed the first one, I hated the second one. And my opinion on the third one is they should have added healers. It gets really, really tedious having to use potions nonstop. I always enjoyed having a healing class. Kind of ruined the game for me a little bit. The one saving grace is that the voice acting and the story that drives it is actually pretty, pretty decent. And for that reason, I'm going to continue playing it. Uh, I'm not that far in it right now. I've also read that you shouldn't stick to one map. You should go about as many areas as possible or else the game can become very boring that kind of turns me off of it but i'm still willing to give it a try and see where it takes me now i'm going to uh bring things down to a sad note a bit here and talk about my friend who passed away six months ago i mentioned it at the start of the podcast and uh i want to go back to it before i 
before I ramble on too much about video games and movies. His name was Zachary David Graves. He was a dear friend of mine for at least the past almost 15 years. He was born on January 20th, 1989, and he died on October 24th, 2014. My earliest memories of him, we didn't really like each other too much. We hung around the same people, and uh, hopefully most of these people I can get in here to do podcasts. Our first experience was at my friend David's house. We were all in my friend David's bedroom. Me, my friend Shane, David, Zach, Shane's brother Jason. And um, someone had elbowed me in the back of the head. And I turned around and Zach was sitting there. I looked around a little bit more and nobody else was around. David just creeped around to his bed. I said, what the fuck, bro? Aren't you going to at least apologize? Zach looked at me and he goes, what the hell are you smoking, man? What are you talking about? I said, fucking apologize, man. You just fucking elbowed me in the head. And the look on his face as I pushed him into my friend David's closet. The closet collapsed. I broke the closet completely. Everybody started laughing. David sitting on his bed and smiling ear to ear. He says, yo, man, my bad. That was me that hit you in the head. I felt like such an asshole. <laughs> but since that day, me and Zach have been pretty cool. I think back at the times that he would pull up to my old house. I would get in his huge-ass white... Was it a Lincoln or a Cadillac? I think it was a Cadillac. Old white Cadillac. thing was as large as a boat. Even turned like a boat. And we would just cruise around, listen to music, and blaze. He was a good guy. And as we got older, we stopped really hanging out as much. Every now and then, he would come over to my friend Shane's house with uh, his girlfriend. His girlfriend's name was Rosie. The most ironic part of this is we used to call Zach Rosie as a nickname. So it was almost like Rosie met Rosie. They lasted for the rest of Zach's life. She was one of the biggest parts of his life. There was no doubt about it that every day that went by, Zach was thinking about her. And vice versa. That makes it so much harder to tell you what happens next in October of this past year, 2014. At around, uh, I think after midnight, he was riding his bike just down by his apartment building over by the mall here called Sheridan Mall when nobody knows what really happened, but we assume he wiped out from turning the corner too sharp and flew into the guardrail where he died on impact. As you could imagine, Rosie was distraught and uh, really upset when we attended the funeral it was almost as if he was there sitting with us we all sat around we smoked weed we drank we talked about the good times his mother his father everybody was there we seen thousands of pictures of him and he was such a good dude that people so many more people than I ever knew were touched by him were hurt by him Literally hundreds and hundreds of people showed up to his funeral. It was breathtaking. That being said, this dude, this dude's my homie for life. And he may be gone, but I'm still here, so his memory's going to live on in me. He was one of the greatest dudes I've ever known. He's definitely the greatest dude I've ever lost in my life. He was so passionate for his motorcycle, for his girl. He was a hard-working guy.
He always loved the finer things in life. He always had a nice car. Recently upgraded to his Lincoln, I think Navigator. Nice vehicle. He had some sweet rims on that thing too. But I just wanted to get into this and uh, just remind everybody that if you love somebody, let them know. If they're your friend, let them know how much you care. Don't wait until it's too late to realize that these feelings exist. Because uh, if I could have told Zach how much of a friend he was to me, that how much it meant to me, if I had the chance to say it right now, you bet I would take it. I would take it in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think twice. So uh, hug those you love. Tell those you care about that you care. And just remember, life life can throw you a curveball at any moment. Don't take what you have for granted. And uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to preach or anything, but uh, that, that's an important part of this podcast. I mean, it was losing him that's made me realize that I want to have some kind of data bank that stores these memories that can store some conversations between me, my friends, my family. Hopefully one day be able to play it back and, like I said, have some laughs and remember these all over again. So let's take it back to a little bit of a brighter side here. Well, a brighter side for everybody but me. The weekend is almost here and for everybody else that means a nice relaxing time off. For me it means working. I am a part-time baker. I bake Friday nights from 11 at night until 7 in the morning and Saturday night from 11 at night until 7 in the morning. It's a entertaining job to say the least. I usually end up with at least one or two burns on my hands when I come home. Quite exciting. Speaking of work, I uh, got off the phone with my father a couple hours ago and uh, turns out karma bit him back. The other day he was telling me about his work boots and how uncomfortable they are and how he doesn't want to wear the steel toe boots so he's wearing his other ones I told him you know what you got to be careful but uh, uh, I suggest you wear the steel toe boots because I know how careless you can be and he laughed and shrugged I got a call back after work he jumped into a dumpster and got a nail right through the front of his foot if he had steel toe boots on it wouldn't have happened That's just karma biting him right in the ass. Because you know what? Sometimes his son knows what he's talking about. (laughs) I mean, my old man would never admit that in his life, but I'm telling you, it's true. So uh, I'm going to hit the road for this podcast. It's going to be a shortened one since I have nobody to talk to here. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And I promise in the future the podcast will not only be longer, they will be a lot more entertaining. Well, thank you for coming, Derry. I hope you had a good stay. Take care.